Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Good morning, beautiful people. Welcome to Weaves of Waves. Yes, it's a Monday morning and finally the sun came out. Yippee! It's been a rainy old weekend. Ah, I don't mind the rain, but it like when it goes on for days after days, it's a little bit much. And it was a lot of rain. Ooh, boy, did it rain lots. So the, yes, we're going to have green, green things to do, cut and do and weed. As a gardener, rain is always means there's a lot more work out there. And uh, yeah, it's uh, exciting stuff. But I was flicking through social media and I'm finding a lot of interest in people's coping mechanisms. Now, I get that I think differently from a lot of people, okay, but there's some people out there that think pretty similar to me, so I'm not freakish, but I'm just a little bit on the sort of freakish, little bit of freakish side. So my coping mechanisms are very different and it fascinates me how people are coping with what's going on in the world and for example there's an awful lot of Christianity a lot of Bible bashers out there and I'm using the term affectionately um, because I find them harmless and I don't I I laugh at them a little bit but uh, I'm not a Christian Uh, I'm not an Abrahamic of any sort Uh, most of you people who know my channel know I'm pagan but the Christians time to sort of a very I don't know, reliant on their scriptures and they like to throw them at you like this and it's like, well, I can throw you stuff out of a Batman comic, that would mean just as much. And so, as whereas I respect, I do respect, I giggle about it a bit, but I still respect anybody who has faith or belief or a passion. Um, If you throw scriptures at me, they're meaningless, unless you are a Christian. Unless you are somebody who follows the Bible and makes it their life. So your scriptures are meaningless to the rest of the world. And where, so yeah, a lot of revelations, the end of the world is nigh is being quoted across social medias in various platforms. And it's, I suppose if they're talking to other Christians, that's fine, that's who their audience is. But, oh dear, I don't know what I'm meant to feel when somebody changes the subject and says have you read Corinthians verses 1 through 9 I'm like okay probably and (laughs) well there's your answer and I'm like no (laughs) no there isn't my answer very sorry I (laughs) sorry but I don't relate then there's an awful lot of the the Jews versus uh, Muslims Muslims versus Jews but you know what that's been going on for centuries and the rest of the world kind of like, it, you know, gets really up on their edge, but it, I don't feel anything for them. They're Abrahamics having a religious squad over land. Okay, what's new? <laughs> this has been going on since Cain and Abel, apparently. <laughs> so, yeah, the, uh, the whole Abrahamic squabble doesn't touch me. And I'm like, it's not a coping mechanism for me. I, I can't really fall back on scriptures because your scriptures don't mean much. What? And also there's like a lot of people who are going deep into the new world order and conspiracy. 
and they're not all theories some of them are pretty true I'm sure um, <laughs> but I don't find comfort there either um, I find most of it is fear and that's horrible I've, there's enough fear around um, all these sort of the end of the world is nice stuff with the conspiracy bits and QAnon and ah, I've read lots I understand the positions they mostly the core of the positions because there's an awful lot of fringes and it's hard to work out who who is actually rational with it all for a start um, and who isn't and yeah uh, it's a coping mechanism they say they think somehow they think that they've got the hang, handle of it all and so that it will make us feel better but you know what <laughs> it don't make us feel better it's fear mongering you're just getting people scared give us some hope Give us some coping mechanisms that work. You see, this is where I went wrong with the New Age Love and Light Brigade. I was part of the Love and Light and Angels and Channeling. I, yeah, I was, I found comfort in it for a while. And yes, I read Tarot, Crystal Ball, and I was Love and Light, and I learned how to channel the angels and ah, spirit guides. And yeah, <laughs> those were my days of well I was I felt obviously I was very young and then the shit hit the fan in my life shit really hit the fan in my life and yeah I turned to the dark side and I found power there I found my own power I didn't find power over other people because it's not in my nature I don't want to rule people I don't want to um, I don't want to have manipulative power over people in a lot of ways educating and planting seeds is about as far as I will go and even then probably I'll have to be asked a few times and pushed but the darkness didn't show me power over other people and so when I read about people doing Satanism and Moloch worship and a lot of the satanic um, so-called satanic satanic is always Christianity in the car park <laughs> it's like they didn't want to go and stay in church they want to do the opposite so they'll be around the back of the bike shed of the church practicing their satanism um the, the true beliefs of satanism is usually ex-christians <laughs> i didn't find satan <laughs> i just found a lot of things to blame and to work if you like just as, oh it's satan did it and it's like it's the scapegoat um, I am not a believer of Satan. I don't believe in the archetype of Satan any more than I do of Jesus Christ. They're all interesting archetypes, but still to me they're invisible friends. But the whole coping mechanism of the New Age love and light, I wish them well with it, but I have to say that I don't have much faith that when the darkness really comes into your life, you meant to call on the light and all that and it doesn't work then you end up suicidal and yeah sex drugs and rock and roll you end up with a form of narcissism and satanism because your love and light didn't answer when called because they it's an illusion light is an illusion it's a beautiful illusion and i absolutely adore it i am in love with the illusion okay i don't see it any other than a beautiful illusion the love and the light and the happiness is all a wonderful illusion. Um, I found my own power in the darkness and that to me saved me, if you like. I am redeemed. <laughs> I'm saying that lightly, um, but yeah, the, the love and the light. <sighs> no, I'm sorry, not buying. <laughs> 
And also, they're not in competition. When you see powers of light and darkness, the bad hats, the black hats, and the white hats against each other, yeah, right, bollocks. Duality, yeah, it doesn't clash like that, it dances. So, you know, they say, okay, you know, in the, in the, day, in the darkest of times, light a candle. Yeah, well, if you need some light, you need to see stuff, yeah, fine. But it's not in competition. They're not, they're in balance and they're in dancing with each other. They're not, they're, they're separate entities. They're not one of the same. I love the yin and yang. The yin and yang symbol explains it all. You know, it, it's never perfectly fixed in that state. We can picture it identical but it rarely hits the balance like that. There's always one a bit more than the other and it ebbs and flows. It's a dance, it's a fluid rather than a fixed. And yeah, I would find coping mechanisms in, the, in basically the yin and yang and the understanding that there is balance, even though the media and the world around us wants to tell you that we are so out of balance and so truly fucked that you might as well end it at now. I don't like all that shit, but I know that behind it there is balance, the dance still continues, and it's not all dark and gloom. Um, it's kind of awesome in a lot of ways that we are getting such a vivid picture of the dance, the dance between dualities, and to go beyond it there's just the one, uh, the Tao, or the Qi, or the Force. <laughs> It doesn't really matter what you call it. It's it's quite an awesome thing. And once you start looking at the bigger picture, that's a better coping mechanism. It really is. Coping mechanisms are a sad thing that we have to have it. I mean, shopping. I, I bought a few things on Amazon. Whoops. But it felt good. So consumerism is a coping mechanism. You've got to be really careful with Amazon these days. You just one click and you've bought it. You think, ah, ah, whoops. Oh, all right then. So yeah, there's coping mechanisms that I couldn't use, and I respect if you can, but it's not my path. And yeah, we have to find each other's coping mechanisms and see if what we can adapt. Meditation is a prime coping mechanism for me. I need it. Um, even if it's just five, 10 minutes where I can just sit quietly. And, you know, I, I, I do a sort of a mixture of Zen meditation and Vipassana, the, the, the Zaz, I can't pronounce it, but it's a Zen thing, where you just sit and let your mind go. I don't like following the breath. The breath annoys me. Um, it always has. But Vipassana is you sit and you just go inside your body and you just go inside your fingers, inside down your toes, and you just bring your mind back to your body. And it's just being aware and I like that that was cool so what is your coping mechanism I suppose I have to say that doing this would be my coping mechanism I feel I hope that I make a difference somewhere one might one video might change someone's life one video might say something to stop someone doing something silly um, because I have to take action somewhere um, to me, I, I can't just think about it. I have to move with it. And yeah, I suppose this is part of my coping mechanism is making YouTube videos. I have a very, very small channel. I'm not making any money. There's nothing, nothing flowing. I have my um, website. Uh, I love my website very much. I think this is the best website I've ever done. And that's cool. Um, but 
why am I doing it? I have to closely examine my motivation. Um, yes, I would like to make money with it. I'd like to sell my art products, but I'm also hoping that I'm making a difference, just a slight difference. Maybe I'll make you smile, just, just that. Maybe I'm saying that you're not alone, just that. Um, it, it can't be much more than that, but that could make a whole difference. And that's what one of my coping mechanisms is. So that's what I wanted to chat to you about today. And while I'm driving, um, and I will speak to you again tomorrow. And I love you lots. Please take care of yourselves and each other. And take care. Bye now. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. This is Sylvanus at Weaves of Waves, and I hope I weaved for you some hope, some empowerment, and if nothing else, I made you smile. Take care of yourselves and each other. Love you lots. Bye now.